0: Hey, no competition, Mm-mm. hey, no competition, what's up everybody, it's your boy, Big T, aka Terrence Tenen, founder and creator of the No Competitions, No Competitors, the brand, and you are now tuned into the No Comp Podcast, sports and health, wellness, health wellness and sports, I always say it doesn't matter which one, you would love to come first, so you know, I always say that. Um, Today we're doing another one of the, my little quick segments, so you know what I'm saying, uh. I'm still thinking of a name for, you know I'm still working with, it. Usually I'm creative with names and what I'm trying to come up with some titles for some of the stuff I try to label, but you know what I'm saying, I'm still thinking of something with this one, this is going to be a long lasting thing so, you know, I want to come up with a name that really sticks with it uh, but, you know what I'm saying, just for the episode today we're going to be just discussing once again, you know what I'm saying, this is going to be a revisited episode just so far as something I'm going to be discussing, try to give a little bit more information about it, but This one is going to be labeled "Fire for Wente," Part Two, Uh, and the reason I label it Part Two is, you know, last year I had did a segment uh, right before the college football season had started off, pretty much almost before um, the draft had started, because around that time that was a good time for us to potentially get rid of head coach of my current college football team, Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, and at the time, Justin Fuente is the head coach. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to lead this band of, you know what I'm saying, fans to try to get on the board with me just so far as trying to get rid of this guy. I've seen a few people have them put some post up online and stuff like that now, just so far as some of the stuff I've been trying to mention also, just so far as see if we can do so far as a fan base, trying to get this guy out of here because as I've been saying from the first episode, uh, Things at Virginia Tech seem to have just gotten worse since he has arrived. Uh, Of course, you know, his first year, uh, I'm pretty much going over some of the same things I stated in my previous uh, episode. But just a little bit more facts, just because, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of things that's just more up to date. Just try to give you guys a little more insight of why, you know what I'm saying, he needs to go. Uh, Okay, so my first uh, episode I did I pretty much mentioned his current stats and his previous stats so far as his other jobs uh, prior to coming to Virginia Tech and I did discuss his annual salary which at the moment is four million dollars a year Uh, so I'm gonna try to discuss his breakdown his contract a little bit more because I didn't do that at the time Uh, so well, at the time, we wasn't even considering, but then after a terrible season, I just knew that it was guaranteed, but for some odd reason, in December, uh, our AD uh, Babcock had announced that they was going to continue to go with Fuente, and then a few other press conferences and stuff later, uh, just coming up back in uh, Fuente and stating that we needed to be more of a a help to him and you know what I'm saying back him up a little bit more so far as uh helping him with the team and stuff like that. Which uh, a point I did not understand. Uh it pretty much blew my mind. Also, you know what I'm saying Babcock, you know what I'm saying, the A D Virginia Tech, you know what I'm saying, Athletic Director, for those who don't know what A D is, but uh Babcock, that's the out A D. Uh but you know what I'm saying, he also mentioned in the press conference that, you know, uh, a lot of things went into continue to keep Fuente so far as, just so far as the, the school trying to help back him up with just like finding some of the some of the best coaches at different positions that we're looking for, um, helping him with recruiting and stuff like that because, I mean, he is doing poorly at the moment. You know what I'm saying, right now, Virginia Tech is 76th. Overall, and that's out of all colleges right now. Seventy-six. Come on now, come on, come on, come on, Virginia Tech. I mean, when a guy takes a power five team and he's down there with below Coastal Carolina and down there with uh Charleston Southern and Georgia Southern and and all these schools, the smaller two A schools, in my opinion, then something is wrong. You know what I'm saying? But seventy-six uh 76 and now recruiting that's with amongst everybody we like uh not too, not doing too well in the acc so far as recruiting either so you know what i'm saying with not even in the top five in acc and recruiting so you know what i'm saying that those numbers are just playing over until the further years to come so i don't see what they really expecting uh, to come from this, especially a uh, horrible recruiting class that we're getting, you know what I'm saying? And this, the, this number that I just gave you is the 2020 recruiting class. So, you know what I'm saying? 2021 about to be exciting for us. That's all I'm saying. For the fans, it's gonna be some BS for us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some things that we are gonna pretty much just been hollering if if you me, I've been hollering this since he got there. I knew it wasn't a pretty good fit, uh, just so just based off the the type of coach he was. And you know what I'm saying, like uh of course, you know what I'm saying, I'm uh one of those guys who want kinda stuck in the past, but you know what I'm saying, I do wanna make these adjustments too. You know what I'm saying? I was one of the guys who didn't want to see Frank be go. But then I did have my issues with Frank also just so far as couldn't get to the top, you know what I'm saying, it's like we'd be on the mountain, but we just couldn't get to the top of the mountain, couldn't Couldn't get to those championships, just so far as FBS championships and stuff like that, and that was really the issue, we always had a team full of talent, uh, especially defensive with uh, Foster being there, so, you know what I'm saying, with a team, I always filled with talent and stuff like that, and so far as I, I don't believe that Fuente is going to be the guy to get us back there just based off what he has produced so far since he's been there. Uh, Like I said in my previous, you know what I'm saying, episode, uh, for the past few years, you know what I'm saying, he's been there for five years, five years now, and you know what I'm saying, this year marks the first year that Virginia Tech doesn't uh, make it to a bowl game. So, you know what I'm saying, he he was able to end a 27-year streak that we had going on. So you know what I'm saying. He was, he is doing some things so far as breaking records, uh, but not the ones you particularly would want him to be breaking if you're a fan. Uh, uh, like I said, only one bowl win so far in his time there. Uh, but I'm gonna just try to discuss a little bit more about the news that that was recently put out. Uh, just so far, it's like I was just speaking about uh after the director of Babcock just mentioning that uh all the things that we need to do so far as the school to continue to back him up. But you know what I'm saying, I'm thinking that's all a bunch of hogwash because in the same uh statement of us him mentioning that we need to back him up, he he could try to mention that uh the budget cuts that happened at the school due to, you know what I'm saying, the pandemic hitting uh, you know what I'm saying, a lot of schools just so far as uh ticket sales and other other factors you know what I'm saying that deals with the schools with so far as student body and stuff like that involvement in the schools, stuff like that so uh money comes through these schools a lot of different ways and due to the pandemic you know what I'm saying a lot of these budgets were not met so you know what I'm saying a lot of these schools had to go through budget cuts Virginia Tech was one of the ones that had to go through one of the major budget cuts and you know what I'm saying the athletic director of Babcock tried to mention that this was not a big reason for us not releasing Fuente and I'm and the more, you know what I'm saying? I look into it, the more you kind of notice that this was really a major reason why they didn't want to really part ways with him. but a silly reason in my, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to just break down the reason why I say that because, you know, you mentioned that budget cuts wasn't an issue, uh, for not releasing him, but you gotta think about the fact that, you know, it, you know cuz when i do my research you know so i got to do in depth so you know i took the time to look into the budget cuts that was going within the school and one of the major things just so far as the athletic department had to be a part of this too so you know what i'm saying a lot of people that was a part of the staff and stuff like that if you was making over 115,000 you know what i'm saying uh then you had to take a 10% uh salary reduction you know what i'm saying so that was something that's going with the, that's going on within the school just as far as some plans they tried to you know what I'm saying put in place to try to help out with the budgets that uh some of the, some of the budget cuts that they had and they were dealing with so you're not about to tell me that majority of anybody who was there on the salary of over $115,000 had to take a 10% salary reduction but firing somebody who would have had a buyout if we had not uh if he had not been already going somewhere else for another coaching job, see, you know what I'm saying? Within these contracts, they're real tricky. These contracts, these college coaches sign. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of benefits within these contracts. And there's a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? They try to keep them safe also. But, you know, Babcock went to say that, you know, uh, it wasn't a budget cut issue to not release them, but you know what I'm saying, a lot of these same stats that I'm giving you guys just so far as the 115000 or more and a 10% uh, salary uh, reduction, and also the fact that, you know what I'm saying, some some positions in the athletic field that needed uh feeling, you know what I'm saying, so some vacancies in certain positions, they didn't even feel at the school also, just to, you know what I'm saying, try to help with that, with that budget cut so you're not gonna say that in the same breath you know what I'm saying that his buying him out of his contract wasn't gonna be an issue but yet you got positions and stuff like that at your school that needs to be filled and you're not even filling those vacancies due to budget cuts so you know what I'm saying and and I mentioned that is because if you get rid of Fuente right now he has a buyout you know what I'm saying of 10 million dollars that we have to pay him you know what I'm saying just just for him to leave so you know what I'm saying that's one of the big benefits in these coaches contracts that they sign to you know what I'm saying because of the fact of security and stuff like that so if it happens to be a situation where we're not happy with him and we pay him you know what I'm saying it we have to pay him out just so far as pay out the contract that he signed and whatever's left and stuff like that so you know what I'm saying? The time you release him and stuff like that plays a part in this also. But when you sign a seven-year deal for $25 million, you know what I'm saying? That that definitely plays part a big part in when you're going to decide to release somebody or let somebody go. Now, if the case been that he received another job and left to go to another job, if we weren't happy with him and stuff like that. And, you know, of course, both parties would discuss that it was a mutual feeling so far as us not being happy with his performance and if he had another interest in the job of course you know what i'm saying around this time right now if around the years because you know what i'm saying within the seven years he had signed the deal it's a little bit later in that contract from 2017 so you know what i'm saying at this time it have been a little bit more fair to pay him out it would have been around at least five hundred thousand if if he had been interested in another team going somewhere else at that time but because that wouldn't be the case uh we all did think that maybe he would have went to baylor but you know baylor was smart went with a more defensive uh minded head coach also a head coach who was solidified so far as winning a national championship and coaching a few different uh defenses so they went with the more defensive mind at Baylor, which, you know what I'm saying? You don't mind. That's going to be something interesting to see, especially in the division. You know what I'm saying? That who's mostly known for explosive offense. So just seeing somebody come in with something different is going to be interesting. But as you see, Baylor chose not to continue on with, you know what I'm saying? Any interest they had, maybe he, it, the case had been him just interested in them because they had the vacancy, but, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I was kinda hoping that they he did win, go. But I was I was upset that he even had the opportunity to go somewhere else other than maybe he need to for me, he need to go division one double A. At least I'm still putting you in division one, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still giving you that chance. So but you know what I'm saying, uh I just wanted to clear that part up just so far as the A D speaking on that uh, he really feels like they need to really back him up. I just felt like there was a bunch of crap just so far as him saying that we need to do that. I don't see at what point did they not back this man up the whole time he's been there and try to get him the most help that he's had. You know what I'm saying? It's just at the end of the day, he's just not fit to coach a power five team. He can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, when he first got there, he was he was announced as the quarterback whisperer. I don't know who labeled him that because he had opportunity to – coach paxton lynch a name that was in my names uh my list of names that got drafted in that 2016 class uh that i spoke on in my episode from yesterday uh when i talked about all the quarterbacks in that class who were just iffy and struggling to this day uh so a quarterback that you got most of your hype off of was in that draft class just think about that folks just think about that for a second but uh and outside of that, I mentioned the quarterback whisperer for a reason. Now, the you've been at Virginia Tech five years now, and the five years you've been there, you've had a different quarterback each year. Each year you've had a different quarterback, and another thing I'm going to mention, each quarterback that you've had and started under you has transferred from the school. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Every quarterback that you have coached and has started at Virginia Tech under you has transferred from the school literally have has left Virginia Tech you know what I'm saying and then two of them happen to be start up well, two of them could have had could have been potential fifth year starters after graduating so that means you would have had two quarterbacks that could have potentially been playing not worrying about school and just literally focused on football I'm going to try to go over a few of the names. Four of the names, you know what I'm saying, just so far as the folks that started for him and left. You had Josh Jackson that was around 2017 from that uh, Frank Beamer team. Josh Jackson was a pretty good player, transferred from Gene Tech, went to Maryland. Uh, And then, you know what I'm saying, shortly after that, you had Ryan Willis, uh, who who just graduated school, had the opportunity to play and not be in school at the time. Uh he transferred and went to Texas Tech. Uh and then these then the more recent ones, which is sad. Uh of course, you know what I'm saying? Uh our, our just recent starting quarterback, Hendon Hooker, who had a share time with Burmeister this recent year, but Hooker who eventually took the job over, is right now he about to be the starting quarterback for the Vols. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a quarterback who just played under you. And then Quincy Patterson, who we could have potentially made our starting quarterback and who did have some potential, uh, you know what I'm saying, He the star power just so far as NCAA and college level. This Hooker and Quincy Patterson, I believe, were two good young quarterbacks who, you know what I'm saying, put with a, a good coach. They could have excelled, you know what I'm saying, especially if Virginia Tech really could have excelled. But yet you got both these young guys leaving to go somewhere else uh, because I'm not sure what's going on. But that's something that people need to look into. You got Quincy Patterson, uh, who's one of the most recent ones, just uh, announced it not too long ago that he was leaving, going to North Dakota State. So, I mean, that's just another moment to just sit back and think about right there. Somebody just chose to go from a power five team, Virginia Tech. And go to north dakota state just think about that north dakota state from virginia tech so you know what i'm saying that's and then these these are all quarterbacks you know what i'm saying and i'm just naming the quarterbacks that started under him so each quarterback that doesn't play under him has left i'm i'm assuming burmeister is just choosing to hang around another year or so just so he can probably do the same transfer or whatnot once he starts learning how to actually play the game and feel like he's done uh progressed a little bit more, then he'll feel that he can go somewhere else and get some spotlight on him, get get a chance to really, you know what I'm saying, learn to play football. Because, you know what I'm saying, if if all these folks just left under this guy's, you know what I'm saying, rain then that's just that just lets you know. And I only tried to go over the quarterbacks because if I went over the overall players that has left under this guy's reign, it would be pathetic. And it's kinda embarrassing being a being a fan. You know what I'm saying? So being a fan is 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 very embarrassing having to name go through a, a very long just think about it, a very long list of players total who have just decided to transfer or just leave the team. Period under Fuente, and that just says a lot. And not just some players; you've had a shuffle of coaches also in his time. So you know what I'm saying. And and it's like there's something that they really should look into, just so far as just like I know Babcock, the athletic director, saying that we should push behind them a little bit more and stuff like that. But after five years, and man, haven't brought you anything. Only one bowl win and that was with Frank Beamer's team. But after after so much and you continue to see the team dwindle, you know what I'm saying, you gotta start thinking about if the ten million dollars is actually worth paying them out. And I think it is because at the end of the day, in the position he's putting our team in, you know what I'm saying, what will we be coming back to? After a while, you know what I'm saying? We 76 in recruiting, so that lets you know a lot. We're not in these next few years or two. It's like he's got to make a lot happen with a lot less. And he's been doing less with a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't see how you know what I'm saying I don't see the tides just turning out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying, for him. I think a new face has to be the the thing for Virginia Tech. I know it's gonna be costly, uh, but Maybe, you know what I'm saying, maybe we try to do some slick stuff so far, try to throw some ideas, have somebody in a third party or something, throw some ideas at him just as so far as what type of, you know what I'm saying, coaching jobs are available something that he would like and be comfortable with. I mean, you're getting a $10 million buyout or a potentially a $500,000 buyout if we can influence him to go somewhere else. Uh, that's why I say a third party or something like that because, you know, we can't potentially just go to him and be like, hey, you got all these options to go this and that. That'll definitely be an issue, uh, but definitely maybe get a third party or something. We know how our business is. You know how people do do business, so get a third party or somebody that could try to convince him of some other jobs. Maybe this job just ain't the right fit for him. Somebody get in this ear, you know what I'm saying, that's close to him because he, you know what I'm saying, I don't, you know, if you really love him, you his family and friends, you know what I'm saying, how could you call yourself a family friend? You see somebody just demolishing something and you're not going to say nothing. So you gotta say something. Say something to this man. If you if you his family, blood relative or something, tell him to stop. He 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 just demolishing our team. Uh, but once again, 76 in recruiting. Uh, I'm trying to see what do you really have to look forward to in this upcoming year. I don't think Braxton Burmeisters or Knox Katum are gonna be. And those are two quarterbacks remaining on our roster right now. I don't think they're gonna be much to watch. Uh, there is we did. There's some some word in the wire. You know what I'm saying? Just so far as a new quarterback that we may have be getting from Texas A&M. I don't know why uh, Connor Blumrich. Uh, I'm not Blumrich. I'm not sure why we were so interested in him. He's a junior quarterback coming from Texas A&M. Only got one career passing attempt one career passing attempt at texas a&m and he's a junior 10 rushes total uh he done played several different positions for texas a&m but most of them have not been quarterback but he's listed as one so i'm sure that was the reason why we were interested uh i'm not sure if the big school was the reason why we was interested but i'm not sure why that was the case especially looking at his numbers and stuff like that i'm sure they have a lot more on the kid Then I do, um I do have a few of his thoughts and information and stuff like that, but just nothing I've came across made me say, Hey, okay, this this really gives me hope. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure how much potential they have in Connor, but I don't have much, you know what I'm saying, encouragement in that he'll come in and be the guy. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hoping that we do something to rectify the situation because you know I feel that this guy just needs to go. Um we made the mistake of signing him for 7 years, twenty-five million and nine hundred thousand. Uh we signed that offered him that contract right after the first year of him going to the ACC championship and getting blown out by Clemson. Uh but he took a team that wasn't in his team to that champion the ACC championship hasn't been back uh since uh, had the opportunity last year to at least attempt to go, but then as you seen, the team just fell apart towards the end of the year last year. Uh got real repetitive just so far as play calling. Uh defense once you I mean, once you come out and play pretty good all first half of the defense, then the whole second half of your offense is just repetitive and defenses just know what they coming to do. It's pretty hard to stay off the field, especially when offense just seems to want to keep you out there. Um but like I said, we placed eighth in ACC last year. Uh, like I say, man, just not really a lot to be hopeful for. Just so far as him being in the, under the reins, so far as controlling this team, uh, we continue to have different coaching changes. Right now, we got a we we just got uh, added a coach prior to the end of the season. It's one of the coaches, one of the coaches one of his kids we just hired him I don't know how well that works so far as coaches and their kids being on teams I ain't really think that's a thing uh that a lot of other players really enjoy just so far as because you know a lot of bias goes into that no matter how much these coaches and stuff like to try to say it don't a lot of bias goes into when kids and their coaches uh you know what I'm saying all related so uh we're going to see how that goes, but hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we wise up. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people tuning into this podcast, try to help me out with just so far as rectifying this issue, like I say, but once again, you know what I'm saying, that is the end of another one of our quick segments, you know what I'm saying, quick sessions, whatever I'm trying to name it. Like I say, I'm going to find me one, but you know what I'm saying, like always, I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this. No competition, no competitive movement. We are trying to bring some big things to the world, Uh, reach everyone we can with this health and wellness segment. Uh, The world has already woken up to better eating habits. We are here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent. I got a few more, you know what I'm saying, Uh, health wellness segments I got coming to you guys. Like last time, I tried to just do a health wellness segment of its own. So, you know, I'm trying to do a little bit more of those so that way... The information i give you guys i could try to go in depth with it you know what i'm saying try to keep you guys a little bit more together on something like trying to get it together for like a full week or something like that so you know what i'm saying we can really create a consistent schedule on the things i try to preach about in my health wellness segments but like always you know I wanna thank everybody who's out there listening and supporting, you know, saying continue to do your part, you know, so I'm gonna continue to do what I need to do. I, I do enjoy doing these podcasts and stuff like that. So, you know, uh look forward to seeing a little bit more and more coming to you guys. Um, uh, I got a few more guests, like I say, are coming too. Um One other thing I did say I'm going to do a full segment on. I announced this uh, yesterday when I did it. I am going to do one about the WNBA and the trades because, like I said, some crazy trades going out there in this WNBA, Uh, some crazy things going on. And we're getting ready to kick another season off uh, just so far as everything that's going on. So a lot of things I'm going to get ready to bring to you guys. Uh, Once again, thank you. And, you know what I'm saying, keep listening, keep tuning in so we can make this no Comp podcast number 1 on Podomatic number 1 in the world. Yeah.